Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Big Thoughts, the number one podcast about the Big Ten. Here are your hosts, Spencer Kleinschmidt, Marcus Pierce, and Peter Che. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Big Thoughts, Big Ten Thoughts. I am Big Ten commenter, our Big Ten ref commenter and replay guy. I'm joined by Peter Chell, NSFK. What's call up, me, boys? Call um, me by my handle, Big Ten Hockey Guy. Big Ten Hockey Guy. This is going to be a little bit of an abbreviated episode because our favorite college hockey teams are going to be playing for the Big Ten Conference Tournament title in about an hour behind when we're recording this. So, <clears throat> obviously, that's big news to start. Um, but how are you guys doing? Oh, it snowed in uh, Minnesota yesterday. Did it snow, snow in Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah. 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 But the weather's getting warmer, so that's all good. Yeah, we got, we got I don't know. They, they predicted six inches for us, but we ended up getting about two and a half, so. We're gooch. Yeah, that's not so bad. Those old motherfuckers on the on the Weather Channel, they never get it right. Hey, you do need to cool it on the meteorology talk there, guy. <laughs> don't, don't call me guy, guy. They're the back, they are the backbone of local news broadcasts. I, I mean, is is meteorology, me, meteorolo, meteorology, meteor, meteorology, I can't pronounce that word correctly, but is that like, uh, is that profession like the baseball of regular professions? Like where if you bat 300, every other job it'd be considered failing, but in that profession, you might be a god. Because <laughs> whether I don't know, why don't you take, why don't you use the next month tomorrow and watch <laughs> every 10 o'clock news forecast? And mark everyone that they get right and everyone they get wrong. And you come back and you tell us what <laughs> are. How about that? Stats okay. Man. Then you'd I really will. be a stat guy. I will. Uh, starting tomorrow, I'm not going to replay the ones that already happened. I'm going to start right. keeping track. Okay. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. All right. I will. All right. Well, all right. We'll see you April 17th. We'll Just see wait, how it goes. Wait, can I? Uh, okay. It's got to be um, the same news station, though. You can't go from, like, ABC to NBC and be like, well... Bob had 65, but, but Dukes only had, you know, 50. Like you can't, I'm, I'm, you dude, I, I'm doing the Dukes. I'm doing right. the Dukes. All right. We should get, let's get Dukes on here. Let, let's get Dukes on here. I know, uh, I know one of his friends. He might come on here too. Dukes went to Indiana. So he's a big 10 guy or he's from Indiana at least. But uh, yeah. So a uh, little later, we'll recap some of the big 10 hockey tournament. We'll talk briefly about Aaron Jones and the Packers while Dan is joining us. But let's get to some NCAA March Madness. And if you haven't already, by the time you're hearing this, you still have time to go sign up. Big Thoughts March Madness Bracket Challenge. It's free to play. All you got to do is follow us on one of the things. You can compete against Spencer and Peter and I. Um, good luck. Obviously, when we get first, second, and third, we won't take any of the money. You know, third or you know, fourth, fifth, and sixth what? place. We'll I don't get that. win anything. Fuck no, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you mean? This? this is our promotion. We're, <laughs> you you <laughs> get a pat on the back. Yeah, no. I'm, All right, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so sign up for that. Um, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Usually we don't plug that this early. But for this reason, we want as many people to join as possible. $50 Visa gift card to the winner. $25 gift cards to the second and third place. Uh bracket getters i don't know but yeah go sign up for that but let's talk about some march madness that in post-production yeah we just need a little greg gumble and uh clark kellogg oh wow Ooh, i cannot wait to hear them 
He can't wait. Well, I mean, can you wait? Let's, let's talk about it, dude. I can't because Florida's the first game of the tournament that isn't yeah. in the play-in games on Thursday. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Central. Yeah, so one thing right off the jump that I don't love, obviously, is still the 11 seed getting a playing game. I was going to say, aren't we anti-playing game? Playing well, game for 11 seed? anti-11 11 seed playing game. But if you look at – God dang, which region is it? It, it It's where wherever Michigan State has to play in at. I believe that's the Midwest or the South. Um, why can't I find that? Uh, let's go with the South. We're just going to go with South. Oh, uh, it is. Sorry, it's the East. They're We're playing the East. Whoever wins between Michigan State and UCLA plays BYU. They're going to so, kick your ass. Right. So I'm just going to, here, here's a, a hint, a tip. Take it as you will. Michigan State's record, not that great. But Big Ten, unreal this year compared to any other conference. I like Michigan State or UCLA over BYU. Yeah, I agree. UCLA, kind of a wagon in the Pac-12. They can hold their own. So that's like one – and sorry, we're not going right into Big Ten. We're kind of going to jump all over and discuss a few things about the March Madness. But Yeah, so back off! Yeah, get off our backs. But um, MSU, uh, we talked about it in our um, one-minute pick last week about Coach Izzo being able to take teams deep. Big Ten tournament, eh, now it's his real time to play. He's a, he's a wizard at getting teams to the Elite Eights, not too shabby at getting them to Final Fours. Obviously, I think he's only won one national title, so you can have your debate about that, but that's a lot more national titles than most people have won. So in the highly sought-after Big Ten conference, I think that um, that 11-seed playing game, um, UCLA versus MSU, is going to be one to watch and the game following it playing BYU will be surely one to watch for an upset. The home of Bill Walton, the conference of champions. I mean, you got UCLA going up against Michigan state. What more could you want? Do you guys want to hear my first round upset pick? The yeah. o- hey, the only thing greater, the only thing greater than watching UCLA basketball home of John Wooden. I won four player of the years when I was playing college basketball. People don't do that is going to a Grateful Red concert and tripping on about three tabs acid. All right, so let's hear Peter's, uh, <laughs> Peter's pick. What's your upset pick, Peter? Upset pick, first round, it's going to be Drexel versus Illinois. What? You guys ever heard of Drexel? Yes. Oh, my God. Isn't it a design P- Peter, school in Pennsylvania? Peter. I have two friends that go to Drexel. I have inside sources. They say they're going to win the game. Peter, I have a friend Peter, who goes Peter. to Illinois, and she says that Illinois is going to win. Peter. Oh, damn. So whose inside sources do you trust more? That's the real question. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed bias. Peter. Yes. Confirmation bias. I, and this is a completely made up stat. So just understand, I'm just predicting what I think this stat would be. Don't pick Drexel. It'll ruin your whole bracket in the first game. Illinois is probably the second most picked team to win the national title right now. If Illinois, I had, way. If, I, if I had to guess. They're the second most team, second highest pick team to win the tournament. I'm not saying you got to take them there. Do not eliminate them in the first game. I don't care what your friends from Drexel say. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. I might have to listen to you guys. Watch. We're going to completely mush. Hey, Illinois. you did. You did listen to us, I'm pretty sure. And you finished pretty good in the Big Ten tournament. I yeah. did. So I'm going to run it again in the March Madness tourney. Is there a billion-dollar award this time? Or no? I think they dropped that down to like 25000 I don't know why, but. Okay. That's a big difference. Well, it's still a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It used to be a billion dollars, which like, whatever, it's never going to happen. And then I think they were just like, eh, it's going to want to take that chance. Cause I'm sure there's somebody who's got like, you know, a computer just doing, I'm surprised that nobody hasn't just done a computer program that goes through these apps and maps out every single combination like that can possibly happen and then just submit all those brackets there's a lot it'd be kind of lame i know but like i'm sure you could get a computer program to do every single calculation it would take a long time but you have three days you would have to imagine that there's for sure code out there that could do that Uh, that shouldn't take that long i think well do you guys ever see the those charts where if you have 
let's say you must have six letters or six characters in your password and one of them must be a number one of them must be a you know those things yeah yeah the the longer you get and the more things you add those computations take a very very long time but like you're saying it i it's 64 teams i mean that that yeah you could type that in a minute or whatever True. Yeah, but it's so many. I mean, the problem is, is like you could have a perfect bracket and then you screw like Gonzaga loses. Now you got to do every other combination that can have like there's just so many it's, it's, like with one team. That's the problem. It's almost exponential. The well, it's not exponential, the we're, combinations, but well, we're whatever. Not, we're not math guys. I'm for yeah, sure. Big, not we are math. big brain in this. right? We now. need to we need yeah. to bring a math person on here. Yeah, maybe guy. maybe so. I mean, we're stats guys, but not math guys. Bring Brian Duke. Get Brian Dukes on Big Thoughts. Brian, Big Thoughts. I already <laughs> added him. We'll see if he responds. <laughs> um, so a- another one where I'm kind of looking maybe potentially for an upset, and it's the ever so comfortable 12 versus 5 seed. Um, I think UCSB could beat Creighton. Creighton kind of has a little bit of a internal nightmare going on with McDermott. He dropped the old P-bomb uh in reference to trying to work together as a team um i I don't know if he i i don't want to get too far into that i don't i'm not going to look too much into that his whole team said they're good with him so there so i should change my pick from ucsb to creighton because you picked them right no i I pick i have creighton right now okay keep that keep creighton then so I, okay, so I okay, get it, right? so, so I'm, I'm not crazy for thinking what I just said. Like, no, that is a legitimate one that you can look at. Creighton yeah. is a, Creighton is a very good basketball team. Let's not forget that. But, um, Iowa versus Grand Canyon. I'm, I'm taking Iowa. I don't, I don't love Iowa, but that's going to be a, a nightmare. Um, Michigan, I'll take them over anyone right now. Um, obviously, they didn't have uh, quite the Big Ten tournament they thought they were going to have. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think Juwan Howard created uh, a little bit uh, of drama that just was not – did you catch all that against no. Mar- against Maryland? I know what you're Maryland? talking about, but – Okay, I, so – I saw some coverage of it at the gym on tv but there are no subtitles or sound yeah i mean the first two games that they played in the regular season um were chippy hunter dickinson got in mark turgeon's face in the second game i believe um and hunter dickinson's having a pretty nice especially second half of the year um for being a freshman and someone who who people didn't no one knew who he was at the beginning of the big 10 year. Um, when we were talking about Michigan, it was not his name. Uh, Spencer, I think you'd agree with that. Um, but yeah, they got into it and obviously Juwan Howard got kicked out. Uh, Michigan still won that game. They ended up losing the next game to Ohio state, but I don't yeah. know. Michigan kind of had a tough slide there, but if, if I'm looking at who they have to play and at who's, they have the easiest road to the final four, in my opinion. Um, I think they win their first game, and that's between LSU, St. Bonnie's, Colorado, Georgetown, FSU, UNC Greensboro, BYU, MSU, Texas, Albaline Christian, Yukon, Maryland, Alabama, Iona. I think that's the easiest path to a one seed final four. Um, I know Alabama's got that two seed because their record is nice. I'm not crazy about them though. Alabama's pretty good. I know. I, I like I top I get five it. in offensive and defensive. Oh, are they? Okay. Someone well, one might say that's a pretty good team. Yeah, you can't argue with those numbers. Um, I get what you're saying though. It looks weird to have an SEC team be like no, you know up there. It is no, Kentucky. It's not. It's not even that. Like, and obviously, I'd say a few years ago I had that bias towards Alabama, Auburn like in basketball when they started to get better, like, oh, they're football schools. They're not that good at basketball. But I don't know. The SEC, like, didn't didn't impress. Oh, the SEC is definitely better than the ACC this year. There's no doubt about that. But I don't know. I don't love it. But Alabama, 
Alabama has a weird matchup. Want to know why, Peter? Why? Iona. Yeah. Sounds stupid. A two versus a 15 seed. Hear me out on this one. So this is the fifth year straight that Iona's made the tournament, which, you know, it doesn't get talked about a ton. Um, it's Iona. I don't even know where that school is located, to tell you the truth. I couldn't tell you their mascot, but I can tell you. The Gales. Sure. They've made the tournament five years in a row. Who's their head coach now? Reaper. Yeah. Definitely made some shady decisions in recruiting and some happenings that went on at Louisville, obviously. You know, can't pay recruits with strippies. Can't be doing that. But um, he's a very good basketball coach still, and he's got a lot of knowledge. And although his national title was stripped, he's made a lot of trips to the Final Four, and he did win a national title. I know they stripped it from Louisville, but in 2013, he did win the game to call him a national champion. So with Iona kind of building a little program there, they kicked the fuck out of everyone in that conference every year. It's in New York, by the way. Okay. Like New York city. Like, I think so. Or well, whatever. It doesn't matter, but they win their conference every year. They shit stomped everyone in that conference every year, five straight dances, very good coach. I'm not saying Alabama's that bad, but that could be another one where if you're looking for a deep run upset or a deep, like a deep gamble upset that Iona one, I could see. Um, Obviously, like I said, I haven't been able to watch Alabama a ton this year. And I don't know. What do you think about this? But um, watching some conference tournaments this weekend, um, the discrepancies here, ref guy segment, Peter, write this down. The discrepancies between the Big Ten refing, ACC oh refing, and SEC refing are, are... And that's all the time we have for Big Thoughts this week. Big Thoughts, as always, brought to you by Downback Stitches. Follow what? on Etsy. Are, are we actually cutting this off? No. What are, what are we doing? Keep going. Okay. Joke. Jeez. Take your soapbox. <laughs> Shit, now I forgot what I was talking about. ACC, SEC, yeah, okay. so the, this, Big this, Ten refing discrepancies. The discrepancies between refs. So, like, for a player like Luca Garza, whatever, he gets away with damn near murder. In oh, the big, my God. Just chill. He gets away with damn near murder in the Big Ten, doesn't get shit called on him, and whatever. If he, like, just say, if they have ACC refs, if Iowa gets paired up with ACC refs, and I'm not saying this is fair, but this is the way that he's been rough this year. Hey, they sorry get, the Big Ten is a man's league. Sure, whatever. You can take that approach if you want. I'm just speaking what I'm seeing. If he gets ACC refs, he's going to have three fouls in the first five minutes. And Iowa, with the players that are injured and out, are not prepared for him to only play 15 minutes in a game and win. Like, if, if Garza... Right now, with the injuries that they have, he needs to play damn near 35 minutes a game for them to win. Um, we got Jordan Bohannon in a Twitter war with Bucky's locker room clothing apparel from Wisconsin. Like a number one seed's best shooter, the second best shooter of number all time. Two seed. Whatever. Second best three point shooter of all time in the Big Ten is having an actual like Twitter like beef with the people who run fucking Bucky's fifth quarter. Oh no, not Bucky's fifth quarter. Wow. Doesn't he get better shit to be doing when they're about to go on what some could see as a national title run. I don't know. I would agree. I would hope that my boys would say focus. Peter You're, just drank. We should, we should start shit with somebody before the national, uh, before the tournament. Yeah. Okay. Luca Garza. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He, I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to clear the air on my hatred towards Luca Garza. I think he's a phenomenal basketball player, and I don't have anything wrong with who he is as a person. I just think he's a whiny little crybaby for being that giant. That's what I don't like about him. But, yeah. Um, Spencer, what are, where are some dark horses that you're looking at in this tournament? Um, uh, USC, they're going to go to the Sweet 16. That's one. 
Why? And you're going to, because they have the Pac-12 freshman defensive and player of the year on their team. Okay. In Mobley. Fair. They're going to beat Wichita slash Drake. And then Kansas, they've struggled. They're in the Big 12. They've struggled. They're going to get beat. They're an overrated three seed. So that's my that's my one right there. Um, I'm going to look for Syracuse to beat San Diego State and then play West Virginia tight. I still I'm, – I'm right there. I'm not sure if I can put them over West Virginia yet because they're a pretty good team, West Virginia. Oregon State, I got them beating Tennessee. Yeah, I, I could see the Oregon State one just then, because of Cade Cunningham. Yeah, that's about – no, Oregon State is – or Cade Cunningham is in Oklahoma State. Oh, Oregon yeah, State sorry. In the Pac-12. Other than that, I mean, I don't really have anybody making any crazy deep runs in my um, – I think the I have the, the highest or the lowest seed I have in the Elite Eight is a four seed. Yeah, I, I mean – Florida State, so. there's There's been a few brackets that I've made where I can, like, pretty justifiably put four Big Ten teams in the Final Four. Like, obviously, I don't think that's actually going to happen. But... You got to manifest it. No, but I, I mean the way that the the bracket is set up, two number yeah. one seeds and two number two, two seeds. Yeah, from the Big Ten could get there pretty easily. Not easily, but compared to there's a reasonable shot for sure. Right. Um. Another uh, team that I hate, but I think could poise an interesting matchup if they beat VCU. If if Oregon gets a chance at Iowa, Oregon's a team that no one's watched this year. Um. They've had a lot of players that have been injured that have only been healthy for the last four games or whatever, and that are like high caliber, like high end talent. Mm-hmm. So no one, no one's seen Oregon play, Oregon play at full strength this year. They always play well in the tournament. Believe me, I have to watch them every year. At some point, they always play Wisconsin. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, quack quack. Ducks so, um. Their, their team, their team to watch, I think as well. And I'm not talking in the first round. Um, I think they should be able to beat VCU. If they don't, that's tough. I'm talking if they get a chance to play Iowa in the round of 32, that would be a game to watch out for. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about the Badgers really quick. And then we'll, we'll jump, jump around to some more, some more college hoops and then we'll go to wild Dan. How far um, do you have them going in the tourney? Um, I have them going, give me one second. In the big dots bracket, I have them losing the first game. Damn. Same. I, I, I'll be full disclosure. I have them losing every, in every bracket. I changed it. I changed my mind. So I do not want to discredit the last six losses that they had because they were all to ones or two seeds now in the tournament. So obviously losing seven out of eight on the year and then having a chance to beat Iowa in the big 10 tournament and just playing a bad seven last seven minutes of the game. They had Iowa beat in the first 35 minutes of that game. I think everyone could agree with that if you were watching and then Wisconsin just stopped playing. They straight up, Stop playing. Um, wasn't on the refs. <laughs> this this one was uh, nothing to do with the refs. Wisconsin played a really nice first 30, 32 minutes. And then they they stopped. Um, and that's okay. Um, one would think the game plan would be to play for the full game. Well, yeah, of course. You know, you try to do that every time. Um, but uh, one thing I look at is – UNC pretty much the last 10, 12 games has had to play for their way in, or, you know, cause they were down bad about a month and a half ago and they, they went on a pretty nice stretch. So for Wisconsin, that roster is where I'm kind of coming back to. We saw that they got snapped out of the horrible shooting last game against Iowa. They shot the ball really well. They just went on a horrible drought the last X amount of time to end the game. Before that, though, they were shooting 60% from the field. Um, So, you know, I still like that group. I like that roster. You know, we like to see what they look like finally getting outside of the Big Ten. You know, I think Big Ten has just been a wagon. And if the Big Ten is as good as we think it is and national media says it is, yada, 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 
then they might be able to work UNC. We don't know. But um, in some brackets, I have them losing. In some brackets, I have them winning. Um, it's not lack of confidence with the actual people. It's they just haven't been able to put it together. And years of Wisconsin teams have passed have been able to beat or get a few clutch wins at the end of the year against good teams. Uh, you know, didn't expect them to get all of them, but expect to f- pull a full, uh, pull a few of those out and they weren't able to. So yeah, look for the age to carry them in the tournament because their game plan has not been working wonderfully. Um, that's about all I have. Um, yeah, I would say the only thing quick note on them that's really kept them in the like, big 10 discussion at all this year is their experience and their defense but but like the other teams the top four teams are like they're better than them like clearly i mean there's no question there but yeah yeah i mean you know it's tough look to return the roster that you want a big 10 title with and you're, you know, pretty, pretty high hopes with an old roster and you're ranked fourth in the country at one point this year. And, uh, they hit that 12 and three mark and it was like a completely different team showed up. Um, so they're capable. I, you know, I know they're capable of playing good games, but yeah, I can't take them all the way. And it, I didn't take them to the final four in any bracket in one of my flyer. You got to do one. But yeah, I mean, I'm still making a few, and of course, I'm going to put one. Come on. But yeah. of, of the serious brackets that I put for money or like for trying to win sweepstakes, yada, 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 that type of shit, uh, yeah, I don't have them going to the final four in any of them. You could justify an Elite Eight if all the right things happen. Um, but based off of how they've been playing, I don't think all the right things happening past the Elite Eight <laughs> would happen. So, yeah. Um, who do you have winning it all in your most trusted bracket? I still got to make mine. Illinois. I have Illinois too. I I was talking to Pops. Um, sorry, this is a little bit more of like uh, having a beer conversation that we're about to do right here quick. But I was talking to Pops and he's like, who'd you have in your final four? I'm like, I was about to have four big 10 teams. Were you about to? Cause I could fucking hear it in his voice. He's like, yeah, I have four big 10 teams. I got them. I, I, they're there. I'm like, who'd you have winning? He's like, uh, Illinois. Like, yeah. You and everyone else. Like that's a smart pick. Kofi way, can't, you got to pick one to guard and you can't guard both of them. They're too dynamic. The way Illinois played in that big 10 tournament was tough. And the way Kofi Coburn said to Luca Garza in that Big Ten championship game, hey, guess what? At once halftime was over, Kofi Coburn took over. Well, Luka they Gar- played Ohio State in the Big Ten. Ah, oh, shit. Game. In the, the game before it, sorry. Semifinals. Semifinal. Uh, Kofi Coburn, it was the first time all year Luca Garza looked like he had no clue what was going on. Kofi Coburn's bad mamma jamma. He's big, tough. Um, he's fun to watch, but I think that Illinois team, I'd be curious to see what the updated Vegas odds are, but I'd Vegas say two to one. So they're Plus the favorite. Are yes. they the favorites right now? Okay. I didn't know if that got updated. Oh uh, uh, yeah. They're plus 200 last night. Well, shout out to the people who got them at like plus 10,000 before the year started. Because you have a real, real, real legitimate chance to potentially be super rich. Um, speaking of super rich, let's talk real quick about Aaron Jones' contract, and then let's get Wild Dan on here. Um, Packers, I think, obviously are banking kind of heavy on that TV deal that went through that will most likely restructure the salary cap in three years or two years. Mm-hmm. You know, Because it's going back down this year. So they have a shitload of deferred money in his contract towards the back end. Um, initial thoughts. I went, oh, can we afford that? And then you remember the TV deal. A lot of people have restructured their contract this last week with the Packers, which cleared all that room up, I assume. 
obviously Lindsay's Lindsley's not coming back. Um, I know Spencer, you're going to have a few thoughts on that. Um, but it seems like they got it worked out financially. It seems like it's all going to be figured out. Um, I, I like the four-year mark. I don't think that's going to put him past a uh, prime. Um, 12 a year on the back end is a, a, a bit, but as a fan, I love it. When we have to sit here and talk about it um, and try to analyze it, that's when I start to not love it so much as a fan. Um, but for pure entertainment purposes, I couldn't be more happy to have Aaron Jones back. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah. Not as good as Selden Cook. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, you, have to, you have to be seen there. You have to be seen there. But Delvin Cook, better downhill runner for sure. Bigger guy going in the hole. I don't think he can catch as well as Aaron Jones. Um, I, I don't – I don't – I like I like that they re-signed him. Uh, I really like that they gave him a signing bonus of $13 because that saves money, you know, obviously. And one quick thing about the Vikings. Vikings news. Adam Thielen wants to restructure his contract. Not to turn it into that, but that's, that'll be interesting to see. Um I don't know. I think the Packers are trying to make, you know, some moves to try to keep the band together. I think free agency will be interesting to watch. I got, again, I don't know how much money they have, but they just tendered Robert Tanyan today. And so, Lazard. Yeah. So that's, that's big. I think so you keep those two guys there. Um, you still have, I think, unless they cut him, you still have Devin Funches on the roster. So Jesus. I think the Aaron Jones move. Yes, Marcus. I'm calling Sorry, this, you. This is to add to your point, Spencer. It might help you. Funchess restructured what was his deal of 2.2 a year with the Packers down to 750 K a year. He wants to play with the pack. So he restructured and got rid of a bunch of salary cap. So go ahead. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good news. Um, but I think that just kind of shows that, you know, they aren't like going for it, going for it. I don't think, but um, I, I don't know. I think that they, you know, they definitely are showing, Hey, we're keeping Aaron Jones. He wants to stay here. wants to be a Packer. And that kind of, you know, shows Aaron Rodgers like, Hey, you know, we want to win, man. So let's do what, it. What if, what if, you know, you know, so we've had this discussion a lot about specifically about Aaron Jones and the, the, the shelf life of a running back. Do you think that like, what if he is the weapon that's right under our noses what if they start using him like the Saints use Alvin Kamara and they move AJ Dillon to like how they use Latavius Murray, like as the running back and they move Aaron Jones since he's so good receiving as the, Hey, go line up in the backfield. Hey, go line up over there. Hey, come motion through. Cause he's dynamic enough to do that. I mean, but I think you started to see that with like, um, Tavion Austin, he was signed, you know, he kind of was doing some of those like motion routes coming in. Uh, same with, uh, it's not Irv Smith. He's the tight end for the Tyler Vikings. Irving. Tyler Irving. Yes. Thank you. You know, he was kind of doing that. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think it's there and Aaron Jones, you know, he receives well out of the backfield, like on those little like plays where Rogers flicks his wrist. So it'll be interesting, I guess. I mean, no, I, I don't, but maybe, maybe like that is their going to be their approach. Maybe they've already said, Hey, we're going to change the offense a little bit to, and then they can justify paying him that much money because he's going to turn right. into more than just your one right. and two down back. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. As a fan, I couldn't be, be as a fan, I couldn't be happier to keep him in green Bay for the price and we'll see, but he has for the most part been a very healthy back. Um, so, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I, I like it. Um, and if you're talking about adding weapons and you're talking about people who are just fucking good at playing football, who who else do you – who is a better free agent than him to really, if we're thinking about it, that was available on the market to sign? Right. There yeah. wasn't yeah. really a better one available. So take that how you will. Um, obviously, I'm talking offensively. Um, obviously, Bud Dupree signed with the Titans. That uh, Titans just got a lot better just by him alone, but we'll, we'll leave the football at that. Um, let's bring on Mr. Wild Dan himself to talk about the wild and the state of hockey with wild Dan. Dan, what's up, buddy? What's up boys? I decided to wear my dad hat too, Peter. And it's the coyotes. 
You see it's a this? Great hat. I know, right? I actually How do I look, Dan? It. Am I making you proud? Oh, you look great. Is Pre- great. Does Prize still have the A? Yeah. Um, right there, first time in 21 years. We that's ugly. It. That's really gross. I don't that's know okay. about that. You should burn that shirt, honestly. That'd be really good kindling. You could start a really nice fire with that. <laughs> um, Brought to you Dan, by a Dan, Big Ten shirt. Dan, it's a tell big me. week in sports. A huge week in sports. For, yeah, huge week. Um, tell hey, me. Our contract what... only allows you to talk about hockey. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> well, Dan. I was excited to talk about some Patino. I'm, I'm sad I couldn't be on for the whole episode, but I was I was – a little bummed that I couldn't, um, you know, share the joy with you. Dan, you have two minutes. Dan, you have two minutes to spout off about Patino. We have time for that. Well, I don't even know if I want to do that or if I want to talk about how good my bracket's about to be. I'm feeling real saucy about my bracket. That's that's, Honestly, that is such your personality. Yeah, bro. My bracket, (laughs) so good. So good. (laughs) How How far do you have Alabama going? Final four. Good shit, baby. Same here, boy. That's right. He gets it. Mm. He's in on the hype. Guess who I... I don't have coming out of the uh, Baylor? I don't even know what is that. The 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 South. Yeah, yeah. they're probably they're, they gotta be. The South. Let me guess, Wisconsin. No, Illinois, Ohio State boys. Oh, I don't know about that. Really? Who you got losing? Baylor. So Ohio State's just gonna make it to the Elite Eight. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's not crazy. I don't think that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I think Baylor's good. I don't know. It was a sleeper okay. pick. Leave me alone. I, <laughs> no, I, the one seed's the sleeper pick? Come on. <laughs> I, I have I have Alabama in the Sweet 16, but then no, I'm no, getting – No, no, I was saying that I have uh, Ohio State in the Final Four. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. we're all on board with that. <laughs> I feel fine about that. Cool. I, too, am on board with that. Yeah. I also um, have Illinois winning it all, which is kind of same. Yeah. Same, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> Your bracket sounds like everyone else's bracket. They're fucking good. They're really They're good. good. But awesome. honestly, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa makes it into the Final Four. That's like the last game that I'm kind of on the fritz about at this point. Uh, the way they played Illinois is the only reason that they struggle when Luke Garza gets tired because mm-hmm. a lot of their players are hurt. Their first guy off the bench, their first yeah. big guy off the bench is out for the rest of the year. So, whatever. Do you guys have, you guys have USC winning in the first game? Yeah, so I have yes. USC beating Kansas. Okay. Um, yeah. I have an upset there. I have an upset with Georgetown. I think Georgetown's going to win. I think Syracuse is going to win, too. We'll Dan. Me, too. Dan, so – uh, Sorry to, to break up the NCAA talk, but oh, – No, it's okay. Um. Tell me why Patrick Kane is the MVP right now, and do I have to make a case for someone else? Um, uh, who could you make a case for right now? McDavid, obviously, and uh, Drysaddle. Yeah, oh, Drysaddle so good. Cologne, but He's really, really good. He knows how to put the puck in there. No, mouth. I don't actually need you to answer that. I was just kind of being an asshole. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make a case for Patrick Kane, bro. No, I know you don't. As much as um, I love him as a player, I just don't like playing against him, and that just ruins it all. How, how are you feeling about the Wild right now? What's your weekly update on them? Man, I feel good. And I don't know. Peter can definitely speak to this, and, and Spen can to an extent, but probably not to the extent that Peter and I can. There comes a certain point in certain seasons for Minnesota professional sports where you get very excited. And in the back of your head, there's just like a ping every like couple of games. That's just like, hey, this isn't going to go as well as you think it will. Heads up. It always happens. It's it's it's. This is why I need to like calm myself down. It's the this is our year meter. Where are we at on that, Dan? Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. NFC Championship. Here's the thing, though. You. If you all have been, you know, keeping your ears to the ground, my excitement isn't for nothing. My excitement definitely is not for nothing. I've been listening to a lot of K-Fan and a lot of guys up here are on your side. I think when you first came on, your excitement was because you love the wild and because you pay attention. Yeah. Partially because you're a homer to them and you should be. But now you have no reason not to be excited. They're for real. They're good. Definitely. And I, I think that the thing that people tend to forget is like the wild don't really go through 
you know, ups and downs like other teams do. Like, obviously, we, we make the playoffs more than we don't. That's the thing. We've made the playoffs damn near every year since being a franchise, and not that many teams can say that. So we're consistently good. There's just never been that spark or like that. There hasn't been a next level. There hasn't been that thing that just pushes, uh, pushes us to the next level. Yeah, exactly. And now we can definitely feel that in a variety of ways. We have amazing goaltending right now. We have CAC, you know, a, so good. A, yeah, we have arguably a top 10 forward right now, I'd say. I don't know if that's just based off excitement, but I, I feel like he's playing at that level. Yeah, Zoom's playing on real. About- <laughs> <laughs> hey, at what, point, at what point does the big shrimp get talked about in heart? Um, because if we're talking about MVP for what he does for that team, exactly. you could argue it is more than any other person does for their team in the league. Yeah, exactly. Look, if we make the playoffs, that, that conversation, if he keeps playing the way he is now and we make the playoffs and we – do what we should be doing at the level we're playing at right now. I think that he's just going to get closer and closer to that discussion. And he's going to get deeper and deeper into the discussion if we just keep doing what we're doing right now. So um, I said that to my brother the other day. I was like, we're talking about Calder trophy, but heart trophy discussion for sure. And he's like, uh, you got to calm down on that one. And I was like, I don't think I do. I, I'm not, I do. I'm not saying I have him in my top three right now, but he's, no. he's comfortably in the top 10. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. The thing is, the Calder race is going to be even even closer than we're making it seem right now. Because what's his name, Stutzel? Well, Suter and or Kakinen uh, for the Wild too. Yeah, it's uh, Stutzle. I think is I've been listening to a few Ottawa games. I think that's how you actually pronounce it, Stutzle. Yeah, and uh, please Suter and. Uh, I want to say that there's a goaltender in the mix too, but two uh, goaltenders, Lankinen and Kakinen. Yeah. So, I mean, from what I can tell, I mean, I'm pretty neutral about the wild. I dislike the Hawks basically just because of how annoying their fans kind of are. Um, and the wild, I've just um, been eh about. So there, it, it is interesting to watch um, and hear you talk about it every week because I can watch their games from a pretty neutral bias um, yeah. unless, unless they're playing the Sharks. Yeah. So they, ha- they have been fun to watch. Um, do you think, again, I, I can't remember if I asked you this last week, but do you think they're playing past their ceiling already and it's going to come down, or do you think that they're comfortable right here? See, that's, that's the kicker right there. It goes back to what we were just saying, you know. I hope not. I hope not. Because I've seen this before where we kind of have this very like crazy peak mid-season. And then right before the playoffs, we just kind of suck a bunch. And yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I don't think so. To to answer your original question, I don't think so. I think we're going to, I think we're going to keep getting better. And I think the more we play together, the better. Um. We also haven't been, you know, fully healthy since the start of the season, really. So that'll be really crazy to see. I mean, we're going to be out. Felino's going to be out for a while, and uh, uh, Johansson has, hasn't even come back yet. So, you know, more to come, I feel like. When we're all playing, our lines are going to be so deep. And that's the thing is, like, everybody's been saying that about us too, right? It's like this narrative of, like, we're scoring four lines deep, and anyone on any of the lines can score, you know? Not – and even some of the best teams in hockey, they can't say that. Exactly. So – and Bonino was saying that the other day too after the game. He was like, yeah, like all of our lines can score consistently. You know, this is a big team effort. Um, and I think that's just a recipe for success. I don't know. I got to say one thing, input. Um, so I was listening to – what was it? Power Trip Morning Show this morning, and Rose Rosen was on. He's a – whatever, a local guy, local broadcaster. He – he was talking to Lou Nane, who, you know, played for the Gophers and, like, was an awesome yeah. hockey player. And Lou is saying how Kaprizov looks like – he's like, yeah, he looks like me when he's skating on his edges like that, coming around the – like, the – God. <laughs> and, and Mark Rosen Bro, was like, yeah, yeah in, the, in 75, you were skating on your blades like that. Like, come on. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just kind of an interesting thing. Dude, it's crazy. It's like, he is. He's like a little crab. He just, like, know, puts dude. them flat out to the side and just – 
his He's skating really ability is unreal. I mean, he scored a hat trick already. People are already comparing him to Ovechkin. Like, well, you have to be, you have to be really freaking good to be drawing that comparison. Well, he. I, don't I mean, know. I would love. I would. I'm so sad. It's sorry to interrupt you. I'm just so sad. It's not a full season. I would love to see him score 40 goals or like 30 goals. Who says think, he won't? That'd be damn near impressive. I think that he'll in a regular season he would have been close to 40. If yeah. not, like, pretty comfortably there. Yeah, I think the comparison for Ovi comes, um, obviously, you know, just because where they're from. But, uh, I mean, what what's Kirill? 6'1", 6'2", 220? No, he's he's like, not that big? He's like 5'9". Okay, well. He's tiny. That's even more impressive. But he's how big. Sh- he's like 2'10", two, 205. That's even, even more impressive than how strong he is going towards the net. Um, when he's got the puck on the outside and he's fighting off with the, his inside arm, mm-hmm. he, do, he doesn't look like he's 5'9". I mean, I'm not a very big person, and I'm, I'm taller than him yeah. <laughs> by a little bit, and he doesn't look like – He's just really good at skating, you know? Yeah. but Well, that's just the Russian, the Russian style, and I, I don't mean that to be like any like literal stereotype. Like the boys who come out of Russia – you look at all of the high-end NHLers that are from Russia right now, Panarin, Kirill, Ovi, um, Svechnikov, they can all skate like motherfuckers. Off? Or no, yeah. off? no, no, uh, the lightning guy. What's his name? Oh, uh, Kucherov. Kucherov. Yeah, like, he's awesome. They can all skate like they he's can really all good. skate like that strong. They're all the same. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, there is no lack of that. Um, so – yeah, I feel like America just breeds power forwards. <laughs> no, and, and they just do. like a bunch of grinder, big, beefy farm boys. We just throw <laughs> people around, man. That's the way we do it. Straight off the fam. Hey, Peter, have you noticed that the Islanders have gone on an eight-game win streak since we, since you picked them? I picked the champs for the Big Ten tourney, <laughs> and now they this. Getting, they're the best team in the NHL right now. They've got the best record. That's <laughs> why I'm keeping my Big Ten bra- or my March Madness bracket to myself because it, it's the golden oh. ticket. Oh my god. How far Drexel versus Illinois. Watch that game. No. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. Trust um, me. Trust shit, Dan, I was gonna ask you about something else. Uh poop poop poop. So uh, someone else asked Dan something. I I need to think of this. It was good. Dan, what do you gotta say? So let's talk about Patino quick then. Okay. If you're done, if is your have you updated the state of hockey? Are you comfortable with that state of a state address? I think so. I think just like give us the respect we deserve right now. But I, the sad thing is, it's like we're like the boy who cried wolf at this point, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah and and tell you where all the beat writers are like writing about us and they're like, we're really good. And then we just hit the fan and explode, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, pretty Minnesota wild fashion to be the, the seven, eight seed and losing the first round or, you know, like. But I think the key statistic is like, you have to look at our last 10 games consistently because okay. we're always going to have a winning record. And that deserves some respect. I don't know. We never really get the respect, but that's all I got to say. Let's talk about Patino. I thought, hey, just my, my opinion real quick. I thought the statement that Patino made following the loss um, in the Big Ten tournament, basically stating, hey, I know that this is a business and I know how much I care and I'd love to come back, but understand it. That was like the first thing I've heard out of Patino that didn't make me want to punch him in the face. And I don't, well, you I, haven't heard a lot of things from him then. Cause he's normally pretty even keeled with the media. No. And that's like, I understand that I don't follow like things where I would see him speaking a lot, but yeah. he completely changed my opinion on like the press conference that he had. I, I appreciated hearing that. Um, obviously we talked about it when you're, when you have won one winning season in the big 10, it can't happen. And then I'll leave this and let you two go at it. Uh, the statement that Mark Coyle made today, the athletic director, basically calling himself out saying, uh, yep, I chose him, maybe let it stick around too long. And we have everything here to be great. I need to be better in my selection. I liked hearing that because that wasn't so much putting the blame like, oh, it was Patino's fault. Our program isn't great. Maybe I wasn't doing as much as I could too. So 
I think in terms of getting that basketball program headed in the right direction though, that statement made today by the athletic director was huge because it basically said to the country that we're going to be willing to do a lot of things to bring a winner in. So I don't know. I lo- I liked it. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. He didn't come here to be 500. I was like, that's right. Talk that talk, Mark brings in PJ Fleck and electric hire that changes everything. Now you just got to, you figure out that basketball coach, dude, we already Brian got, Dutcher, get Brian Dutcher to Minnesota. We already got a great volleyball coach in Hugh McCutcheon. One of the best in the nation Our Bob Motzko, great hockey coach, right? You know, Lindsay he's Wales. got the boys coming back. Lindsay, Lindsay Wales, pretty I, solid. Yeah. Yeah. It'll the be missing piece. It's like Thanos. The, Mark Coyle is, a, is a, he's, he's got the, the power. He's got the power is coming together. He needs that last piece. It's Thanos and it's Infinity Gauntlet. You got both those wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Thanos. He needs the Infinity Gauntlet. What did I there call it? The Power Stone or something? You, you called him Thanos you... and called him the Power Glove. You knew what I was talking about. Thanos though. and yeah, the Kidney Stones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, I got a question for you. What's up? Why are you so ugly, bro? Oh wait, so how do you feel about Patino being gone then? Sorry, feel, tough burn, but I feel good. You know, I never really went to a ton of basketball games. I definitely went to some when I was at the University of Minnesota, but it's yeah. very clear that we weren't doing that well under him. You know what I mean? Like we are a good team. We do draw in enough talent to at least have a winning record consistently in the Big Ten, as hard as that is. Um and at that point, you have to look at the coach. Right. Uh, so, and, you know, you, you have an electric barn to play in. And I don't mean any pun on that. I could call every stadium a barn, but the barn, I haven't been in there, but it's classic. Williams Arena is just a fucking classic place to play. You deserve a coach that wants to put classic teams in there and win classic games. And I think, Spencer, like you might have mentioned last week, the hire of Patino might have looked sweet because of what he did with the lower class team on the East coast or whatever. And it might've looked sweet because of what he did as an assistant under his dad his dad's a great coach or, you know, it's still yet to be seen if Patino's maybe Richard is a great coach or if him following a little bit of his dad's footsteps just helped him out, you know? Yeah, and he just got hired by New Mexico. So the Gophers are off the hook for a $1.7 million buyout, which they can put towards another coach. So Eric Musselman, here we come. Oh, yeah. You don't want Brian Dutcher? I would rather have Musselman, but I'll take Dutcher. I think Dutcher is more realistic because I don't think Musselman's going to leave Arkansas. Well, here's a question about Brian Dutcher. You already explained his contract buyout, whatever. Don't need that again. But do – do you go after someone like him too? Because I mean, I like, I, if you think his skills are like Musselman, like if you think their skills are comparable, I, I would take the alumnus all, all day because they're, they're put there, you know, that's part of them, you know? That's fair. Yeah. His dad, Musselman's dad coached at Minnesota too. Okay. So he has ties. I mean, there's a ton of coaches who um, have ties to Minnesota, which is interesting um do we have anything else on patino and let's start recapping the first part of the big 10 hockey tournament if not go ahead man i gotta say quick do you guys think nelson Aguilar just got overpaid big time oh for sure cool for i don't sure. know what the hell's i i maybe it's just me only paying attention to the fantasy football aspect of the nfl I haven't heard of half the guys they signed. And if I haven't heard of them, I can only assume they're, some of them are getting overpaid. Nelson Aguilar, I have heard of. He's definitely getting overpaid. He's for sure getting overpaid. But, uh, yeah, I thought he was going to be a good fit with the Raiders, honestly. But, I mean, yeah. You, just dropped, you guys saw that stat I sent today. Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry making that much. Are you kidding me? I mean, but – Okay. Also, Peter, shout out to that time I fleeced you to get Mark Andrews in a trade. Fleeced. Twas true. I hate my dynasty team. I think that I, – I don't know. The moves that Bill Belichick made today financially might not have made the most sense. 
like through and through, but they just went from like a six or seven win team yesterday to like probably a 10 or 11 win team today. Um, Cause they re-signed some of their really good players on defense that opted out of last year that people forget about. They got Trent Brown back too. Patrick Chung re-signed Stefan Gilmore will be back. Like, like, I know Cam Newton wasn't awesome last year, and I know that the year that he was hurt with the Panthers, not great. Let's not forget that his track record, like he is a winner. And if Bill Belichick has faith in someone, he's been pretty correct on people that uh, that, that no one else thought had a chance, that he thought had a chance. Until he's completely wrong a few years in a row, I'm going to assume the moves Bill Belichick making or made last year and today. Mm-hmm are very strategic, very, very, yeah. very strategic. And with the tight ends, what, what kind of a league is it right now? You cannot have enough playmakers. And when you have a quarterback who might not be the best downfield threat, nothing like having two athletic tight ends, being able to run, run outside with your quarterback on flat routes. So did they deserve that kind of money? I don't know, but if that's what it took to get them there, then that's what it took. You know, I, yeah. I think yeah, that I, I, I think both those tight ends are top ten in the league. I don't think they're worth that money, but I still think they're both top ten. Hey, it just means the Patriots aren't going to draft Kyle Pitts, so I'm fine with it. Maybe he comes to us. Who the Packers? Yeah, it'd be dope. No, the uh, the Vikings. If oh man, if no, Kyle Pitts will be gone in the first round. If he fell to the Packers at what twenty nine, I would freak out. I would buy a jersey instantly. <laughs> like that's literally he's gonna be so good. But I digress. So it's day like a the day, day of draft. I don't even know what number he is. I might just get a number one like Pitts. <laughs> no, like day like day before jer- day before uh, you have an Amazon order show up with a heat press. A bland Packers jersey and some name and numbers. I'm just ready. Yeah, I'm ready for and it. You're like, come on, fall, 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 fall. Gets there, you start fucking praying. Be like, then they pick somebody else. Out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Bill Belichick, I think it's all very strategic. I, and until he's wrong multiple years in a row, which he has yet to be wrong multiple years in a row, then I'll, I'll trust him. Um, I don't know. Cam, people forget. I mean, like Cam Newton won a national title, a Heisman. Uh, league he went MVP. to a Super Bowl, won an MVP. Yeah. League, like, the dude's a winner. Yeah, his shit rocked in that Super Bowl, though. Big facts. Von, I mean, Miller, Von Miller made him his son. Yeah, that's, you're not wrong. But uh, I don't know. If Cam's healthy, like fully healthy, maybe. I'm saying maybe. I think they're okay. I think the Patriots would be okay. They had the money to spend. It's not like that broke them, what they right. did today. Mm-hmm. I think they have more money to spend. Bill Belichick hasn't spent any money in the last 20 years. I, sure. I, I saw the, like, what was it, the first 19 years with the Patriots, he spent $340 million in free agency, and in the last two days, he spent $119 million. Damn. So, so he obviously has to see something because he's never done anything like this before. Right. He's just a kook at this point. Maybe so. But let's talk about Big Ten Hockey Tournament and what has happened so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all called it, boys. We all got the championship correct. We, uh, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. He oh, didn't yeah, pick Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> um, this right here is college hockey the way it should be. Um, I think Wisconsin and Minnesota fans and teams would both agree that um, Minnesota would have preferred not to play two overtime games going into this game. And Wisconsin would have preferred not to just let fucking Penn State hang around the way they did yesterday. Um, if there was a case to be made in which Cole Caulfield needed to solidify his Hobie Baker award, uh, OT winner in the semifinals of your conference tournament will do it. Um, he's seven points ahead of the next person in the country, 10 goals ahead of the next goal scorer. Um, I'm Sampa happy. just got sec- He's second in goals now. Yeah. And not that uh, it matters, but still no, cool. I, I think, uh, 
Cole today, he just won the first unanimous Big Ten MVP. And in this year, there are a lot of players that are NHL ready and might be better hockey players than him. But I don't think that was up for debate. At least MVP. Unanimous, maybe. But the MVP, that was that's not a question. The, the points per game that we're seeing from him um, is one that is kind of creeping in as some of the better of all time if we could have had a full season or, you know, eight more games or whatever. Would have been interesting to see. Um, Wisconsin struggled a little bit with Penn State. Let them hang around last night. I uh, didn't love I'm that. Surprised, yeah. Um, and then Minnesota in their first two games. Um, Minnesota's issue in the regular season was if they got down, they were not good at getting back out of it. And now in the last two games in the playoffs, they've been down and just grinded it out and won the games. That's great. That is great for what we already thought is a good hockey team. Yeah. That now they showed that they can be in a tough situation and still win. So get out the, of it. Yeah. The last two games had to be super refreshing for Minnesota fans, in my opinion. Uh, what do you guys think? You hate to see it go to OT in that kind of situation. Um, I mean, it's against Michigan, so it's inherently a tougher game, but. Well, and think about this. You also, you, you love to see us crawl back, you know. Think about the game against Michigan State. Uh, answer me this, Spencer and Dan and Peter. What did Michigan State have to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Ain't shit. So that's why those games are traps. They're, they're traps. Because guess what? If Michigan State uh, goes down 4-0 to zero because they were taking a chance trying to get cheap goals, who Don't gives matter. a fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was their championship essentially. I mean, like cuz they're not making the NCAAs. Right. So their only chance was to take chances against good teams. Um and they they almost did it. They almost beat Minnesota, but like right. we said, well, same um, thing with Penn State, you know? Right. Like well, they Notre Dame had Penn State. Notre Dame was up 2-0 in the middle of the third or in the middle of the second period against Penn State. Penn State ended up winning 5-2. So then they go into last night against Wisconsin playing hot. Penn State might have gotten robbed, Spencer. Why? If they could have gotten a full season, it would have been interesting to see. You think so? They're a lot better of a team than I thought. Than we gave them credit for? The last, Yeah. I, I, well, we wrote them off because we statistically kind of eliminated them. And then at the end of the year, they're right back kind of in it. Not, right. not to win it. But they snuck back up on Notre Dame. Um, so, yeah, Wisconsin, um, Tony's, Tony's going with, uh, with the switching it up. Last night he went with Baydoon. Tonight he's going with Rowe. I, I don't – I don't – I love – What number is Rowe? 30? No. 31? 31 or 30, yeah. Oh, okay, 31. Okay, that's who's in net, so I was just curious. But uh, Tony's done it all year, so whatever. I trust him. But uh, Hey, Coach of the Year. There you go. Congrats to a friend of the program, a friend of the show. Let's just get our predictions because they dropped the puck, and I'm not going to be worth anything for recording now. So Okay, so I'm going Wisconsin wins this game 3-2 to two in a close one. Peter? I'll double down with that for Tony, friend of the program. Oh, my God. Dan? What the? Fuck Peter, Peter, I, I don't like that you do right that now. shit. Peter, I don't Peter. like that you do that shit. I want you to pick Minnesota. All right, Minnesota. Thank A you. billion no, to zero. No, 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 no. You can't reach back in the bucket and grab your vote. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. See, this is why I bring Dan on the program. Dan is electric. <laughs> Dan moves the needle. And I love Minnesota. All right. Oh, What's your prediction? Of course, Minnesota. What are you talking about? We're the what score? Hockey. Score? Score? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Minnesota. <laughs> two to one. Two to one. Close one. Yeah, I th- I also have the Gophers. I think the only way or the way that yeah. they can do this is they're going to have to shut them down and play that American style kind of grit hockey, as Dan says. Um, another hey. thing. Another thing that might be interesting to watch, even though this game is going to be over by the time you guys hear this. Dylan Holloway might have gotten suspended last night. I didn't see if he was good to go. Yeah, he had a game misconduct. What was that for? Quick note. What do you do? He definitely made contact with the head, but it wasn't egregious. And since it's not regular season, it can be reviewed. Gotcha. So, so there's a head injury type deal? 
Yeah. So what happened is, you know, when you go to fling a puck, a little snapshot and you get out on one foot yeah, and your hands and your head are out in front of your shoulders. Oh yeah. 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 I know what you're talking he, about. So a dude shot it and he was skating straight through and he caught all of his head, but he didn't lean his elbow or his shoulder into him and he didn't leave his skates. He skated straight through. So hold on. Sorry, this is way off. Why are you afraid with Cameron Rowe? He's nine and one. No, I love him. I oh, want okay. He he's got the best save percentage in the country. Okay. I, I want him playing. My, I'm afraid I don't like that Tony keeps going back and forth, even oh, though they're both good. Gotcha. But um yeah, sorry, this is a little bit of an abbreviated episode, folks. Um I have the gophers winning four to two, by the way. Spencer's I didn't get to say that. So four to two with an empty netter. So a three to two game, pretty much. So three two three two or three two four two, two, two one, one and three two and billion to zero as Peterson and billion to zero. All right, well, it's not hey, impossible. Thanks for listening to Big Thoughts. Remember to sign not up for the I bracket said, challenge. Remember to sign up for our bracket challenge. Follow our Twitter and Instagram. Interact with us. Listen to Wild Dan. Oh, oh they're gonna interact with us. Go Drex. Go Drexel. Go Badgers. Go Gophers. Go Go Gators. Go Gophers. Go Drexel. Go Go Gophers. Holloway is playing. Go Gophers. See him. Go Badgers. Gophers. Badgers. favorite sport uh-huh. i like the way to dribble up and down the court i keep it so fresh on the microphone i like no interruption when the game is on, on. i like slam dunk to take me to the hoop yeah. my favorite play is the alley uh-huh. i like to pick and roll i like to give and go and it's basketball bow wow let's go I'm ready. Me too. Even after I gave you credit, Peter. What? Well, I gave us credit too. Because I said, of course, the guy who listens to us is the one who makes the right picks. <laughs> Even though I didn't make it. Like, whatever. Oh, no, I... oh sorry. Oh, <laughs> tough. Fin- finish and then we'll get into that. I, I was going to say, I, I remember that tweet now. It's a good one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm.